Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Welcome. We're so pleased that you're here for the 44th Simon Says Podcast. Wow. It's Sean here with Charlie and Maddie over there. Happy Thanksgiving, Hello. everybody. Oh, yeah, you big turkeys. <laughs> Here's the turkey. Stuff it. Do you guys remember, like, back in the day, it used to be radio programmers' best idea ever to have you go out the day after Thanksgiving. We want the whole staff right in the middle of the mall. We want to bring in the, the station van into the middle of the mall and block off traffic from shoppers. We want to set up the giant speakers to blare crisscross jump jump into people's faces when they're walking by with their packages and i really want you to walk up and try to talk to everybody who is on a task black friday shopping it's mandatory that the whole radio station staff has to be there on black friday in the mall i'm so sorry i never got to participate in one of those you didn't no hey hey, guess what yeah me neither I think what? alt no. dude, Maddie and I both worked in alt rock. We were way too cool for that. You know, that said, even when I worked at when it was ninety eight seven the first time around, we didn't eat like they would send somebody out there maybe, but if anything, oh, I was the guy back at the station being like, Let's check in at the mall. Board hopping. Yeah. This goes way back. I mean, back when I was doing AM stations, it was mandatory. Everybody. Back when going to the mall was cool. Everybody had to be at the mall. And I remember being so hungover one Thanksgiving morning, unloading the crappy old van at the Henderson Mall, (laughs) and my boss telling me, hey, you look like you're moving in slow motion today. (laughs) like, how dare you? Look. dare you talk to me with your mouth? (laughs) This is not ideal by any stretch of the imagination. Why am I even here? (laughs) Yeah, man. And people did not want to engage with you on Black Friday. Nobody was coming to the mall to see the dumb disc jerky. That was always the worst about doing any of those things where they're like, go out there and stand in people's way and talk to them with a microphone. It's like, I don't want to. They don't want me to either. They're so busy trying to get their bargains and get their sales. They do not care about you right now. Right. So in the time that has passed, it's been, geez, going on probably 16, 17 years since I did one of those because I've been here 15. Um, I wonder how many people go to the mall on Black Friday and say, geez, I sure do wish the radio station was here in my way. Oh, they all do. 
Hey, what are you guys giving away? Uh, can I spin the wheel of prizes and win a koozie? My hand's full of bags, and I'm, I'm at the peak of stress here, right on the edge of a heart attack, and the sweat's beating on my forehead. Here, can, can I, I give your kids wheel? some stuff? Here's a balloon for Please. your kids. Come here. Can I have a keychain? Ah, the good old days. So what are you guys looking forward to for Thanksgiving? It's going to be different. Charlie, what's your favorite thing? Um, it's, it is going to be different, but of course the food is my favorite. Now, I will say, because I'm not going home to my aunt and uncle's house i'm very much so going to miss the dumplings <clears throat> my oh, aunt yeah. always makes dumplings every year and they're so good can you describe the dumplings oh you know they're they're small they're white they're bits of dough they no, are I'm, delicious i'm not being funny because i've never had dumplings on thanksgiving and i that's that's foreign um, to me. so she used to make them handmade and then she realized she didn't have to get all that work and she now you can buy them pre-made and frozen from like a lot of local churches back home make them and they're like little flat squares of dough so they're not like big wads or big balls of dough they're little flat Uh squares of dough and you get the chicken broth all you know boiling and good and seasoned and whatever and then you plop all the little balls of dough in there and there is a science to it or they all stick together and then they're not good oh yeah but she's an expert and they are delicious so So i miss that is it basically like chicken and dumplings without the chicken yeah yeah that's what Mm -hmm. it sounds like and it sounds like what they are what we call them growing up was slick dumplings not the the cloud looking puffy ones but yeah rolled out flat like a noodle and then we would cut them yeah. and boil them long ways but yes. it sounds like what y'all do is you cut them into little bits almost like an gnocchi oh. well they're little squares they're yeah. real flat and so mm-hmm. yeah but not so there's no there's no thickness to it mm-hmm. at all yeah i'm gonna try to add that into the mix uh you know i'm just not there yet they're so easy <laughs> maybe to one cool. day I'm... one tradition at a time it's cool exactly what about you what are you looking forward to maddie uh, I am going to, fingers crossed, fry the turkey for the second time ever, and uh, it went well the first time. I'm just hoping that between rain and m- me and heat that I can cook grease. it right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm stuffing all the way, so I cannot wait to make stuffing for days. No, yeah, I'm making my family's dressing for the first time this year, and and I gosh, I hope it tastes as good as theirs does because it's so good. You got to put the butter in the sage in it. People don't put enough sage in it; it doesn't taste like anything. So well, be I careful. showed you, I got the poultry seasoning. That's what that, they use, and it has that, sage in it, but it has other things too. Shout out to the savory spice shop on Lawndale. I went and got some already ground sage, so I'm ready to go. Good man. And I was at Walmart doing my Thanksgiving shopping, and seriously, this was the very last little jar of poultry seasoning in the entire store. I've never heard of that until I heard you mention it, because I have all those spices in my cabinet, and I use them, but I've never had them in one bottle. It seems like cheating to me, but you do whatever you got to do. It's like pumpkin pie spice, you know? It's just, it's the perfect blend of, it's got, what did I tell you, sage and marjoram and pepper and, (laughs) and a few other things. That reminds me, we had a brilliant man. We'll get back to Thanksgiving in a second. We had a brilliant man call the Simon line. You're speaking, oh, yeah. you're speaking of spices. And he said, now listen carefully. He said, hey, Simon, is it 11 herbs and spices or is it 11 herbs and spices? Yeah. What a great question. Boom. Isn't it? Mind, mind my blind. brain is leaking out of. <laughs> I swear to God. Sir, if you're you know listening, what? right, genius. That is why 
No one has ever been able to figure out what the combination is. Exactly. Because we've only been trying to do 11. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. So everyone's going, You're, you nailed it, Charlie. It's that... <laughs> A hundred percent that someone is sitting there like, I I only can pick 11 things. Yeah. And this dude just ripped the lid off, screamed <laughs> at it. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. And there's who knows how many spices there are. You have, yeah. <laughs> like like that, that. It could be thousands. Right. Well, they did back in the day. I remember they did like a, a lab test on it and they said, we found salt, pepper and monosodium glutamate. And that was all. That was the 11 herbs and spices was, at the time. No, no. Yeah, but right. anyway, back to Thanksgiving. So what I was looking forward to the most that I would, ah, oh God, I was, uh, are you okay? Are you okay to talk about this? It's it's tough, man. I mean, this is really, really tough. I mean, it's real what new. And she, yeah, Charlie doesn't know about this yet. <gasps> What's happening? This, this is the pinnacle of Thanksgiving show-off disappointment because I was going to show up with a dessert that put everybody's dessert to shame and they were going to scrape them off into the trash with tears in their eyes while they looked at my towering pie cake-in on the dessert table. Yeah, your pie cake combination. The pie cake-in had, uh, the top layer was apple pie filling and then there was a spice cake and then there was pumpkin pie and then there was pecan pie, I think. Is that right? I don't know. There was a lot of stuff going on in there. And yeah. then it had nuts on the outside and cream cheese icing, and it was just like OMG. Right. And, and I ordered it from this online place that sends fancy foods from around the world. Like if you if you're in Miami and you love Frankie's Pizza, but you can't get it where you are, they'll send you a box of Frankie's Pizza. Yeah. Okay. So I thought I'm going to do it. I've looked at their ads on Facebook, and you guys know I'm a sucker for ads on Facebook. <laughs> I buy that crap. Every oh no. Time. So I ordered my pie cake and. And I scheduled it to be delivered on a certain day because I didn't want it sitting around because you know I'd pick at it. Sure. (laughs) Right. So it was supposed to have been delivered on the 20th, and I'm literally on my tippy toes on the front porch. It said Friday the 20th by 9 p.m. So I'm watching and I'm waiting, and I'm not going to say the name of the delivery service either, but one of the guys is a friend of mine is why I'm not going to say it. So I'm watching and I'm waiting. And it gets to nine o'clock, and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna be the last stop. My pie cake is gonna be here." <laughs> Were then, you tracking it, like watching them yes. go through the neighborhoods and everything? Well, here's the thing: it didn't get that far. So then I go back and I look up the tracking number, and it says delivery not scheduled. Please check back. And I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait, this thing's supposed what? to be here right now today. Delivery not scheduled. What's up?" So I wrote to the company and I said, "What's up?" And they wrote back and said, "Hey, don't worry, it's good." And I was like, "Okay." And then it gets to be Sunday, and I write them again, and I'm like, hey, this thing's still not here, and by the time it gets here, I don't think it's going to be any good anymore. What's up? And they write back and say, don't worry, it's cool. And I was like, okay. So then I open up a case with the delivery company, and when I do that, I file a claim, and as soon as I file a claim, bing, there's an update on the tracking. I go, oh, my God, it's here, it's here. Still didn't come. So another day goes by. And I checked my tracking again, and I'm like, "What? what's going on? So then I checked the claim, and on the claim it says, our investigation is complete. Here's huh. the results. Your package was not found. Do what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My pie cake is gone for good. It was nowhere to be found. It did ah, not exist, and I wasn't Somebody ate that. it. 
Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I wasn't taking that for an answer. So I called and I talked to India twice. And then I called the company and I told them, what's up? You know, you, you said it was going to be okay. Remember when you told me it was going to be cool twice? Yeah. It's, it's not cool. And so they said they hear this all the time. The, the tracking goes nuts, and then the package never arrives, and it's as if the, the package disappeared. It just vanished. So I think you're right, and here's what I think is happening. And I haven't mentioned the company or the delivery service, so I'm going to say this, and it won't be slanderous. I think that the box says on it, pie cake Right. That's what I was going to say. It must say something to do with food, yeah. and they just cannot resist. So what I think the scenario might be is that – a hungry driver saw that and was like, pie cakin, I've heard about these on the TV. And he he decided to take that home and hopefully is enjoying it with his family. I don't wish for him to choke on it. I, but, I have a theory. I uh, think that somebody in transit dropped said pie cakin and mm-hmm. or damaged it somehow and then made it go away. I don't know oh. if they ate it. Or they did not know what it was until they dropped it, and then some of it started squishing out the side, and they went, oh, hey, is that a pie taken? Here's what I want to do, but I I feel like I'll be stupid and weird if I call the company back and go, hey, have you guys ever thought of this? Because I think that when they refund my money, I mean, the company company has to pay them because it was lost on their watch. Yeah, so, if it was sent out from the comp from if it left my doors and I put it in your hands, then it should be your responsibility after that. So I wonder how much of those when the guy says he hears this too much, I wonder how much of it is whatever carrier it is, they know what's in those boxes, they're eating it knowing that it's free for them and that the mother company is gonna have to pay that vendor back. You know? I is hope it the not. perfect crime? I hope not. That's yeah. awful. But you think that they would be able to. They probably didn't get into it with you, but they could probably tell where it fell off the face of the earth. Like, yeah. they, they, it, it had to have scanned in at some point, but that, right. then that's the question. So, I mean, if you don't even have, like the last time I got something from said company, it said when it was scanned at the, this facility and then it was out for this, yeah. off to yeah. this. Yeah, even, even when I ordered any of that? clothes. Nothing. Yeah. I had when I ordered clothes from China, I had every little step that it went through to get here for yeah. the three weeks that it took to get here. So, so then that, that makes me even wonder if they even mailed it. Well, I, I think that a clever guy saw what it was, and he's enjoying that for Thanksgiving. And, and like I said, I don't want you and your family to choke on it. Well, that company then <laughs> is going to have to relabel their boxes as, Poison. I don't know, There's sticks. poop in here. Medicated pads. <laughs> yeah. So speaking, <laughs> speaking of delicious items, we we heard a story earlier this week of a company that will send out a kit with which you can swab the inside of your cheek and use the rest of the kit to grow your very own human steaks that are made out of your matter, your DNA. You put it in the kit, yeah. and within three months, you've got steaks of yourself to eat. This is so wrong on so many levels. I can't even. I can't even begin. But you're not curious at all. No. But it's I mean, your I'm own. curious to see how you grow a steak of me. But I don't want anyone well, eating it. It doesn't look like you. <laughs> it might. It'll let me know what my insides look like. Look at that cute little nose on that steak. <laughs> oh, it's got my eyes. <laughs> the, the thing in the in the little story I was reading says people are cool with it. 
they don't think it's cannibalism because it technically is not because you're eating yourself. It is like the worst form of cannibalism that could be cannibalism. No. No, it's not. Yes, okay. It is. No, you're ridiculous. Okay. Dahmer was the worst case of oh, cannibalism. Dude, don't say it. I'm, I'm saying that, that no, look, me we're not... growing a little, I'm saying me growing a little bit of me to eat is Maddie, not. Maddie, we weren't going into specifics of, of oh, which case I'm were sorry. Have you, not, I just mean... have you not met me? <laughs> I just mean eating other people or eating yourself. It's, yeah, it's still you. cannibalism, and I think it's worse. It's not other people. But I think what you would have to do is you'd have to get human steak kits for the whole family so you don't drift into cannibalism at the table. <laughs> you accidentally. you got to have separate parts of the refrigerator so yeah. you don't accidentally eat. Hey, Ma, did you eat me? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I think that's the, the the real razor edge on that one. I was like, it's one thing if you oh. and I saw what I saw. It looks like they're real tiny. You keep saying sticks, but they're not that big, are they? They're like you little let tiny. Grow, man, it's like a little quarter size. Look, I, too much anticipation. I can't. What stand happens? It. What happens if you have a big family cookout and everyone's supposed to bring their own meat and they literally bring their own meat and then you accidentally eat cousin Mark? I mean, or, it's gonna the family's gonna fall apart. Or is it okay even to eat something else that was grilled on the surface where a family oh. member's meat was? Oh, no. And you, and wait, and what do you serve with you? I mean, what's the best side for human? <laughs> this is great with spaghetti squash. <laughs> <laughs> I like a nice au gratin with, with my terrible. flesh. There, no. was a guy, there was a guy a few years ago who made the news because... He lost his foot. He had to have his foot surgically removed, and he was clever. He was a clever man. He asked the doctor, hey, can I have that? And the doctor was like, I don't want it. So he took his foot home, and he wrapped it up airtight. He, like, you know, vacuum sealed it, whatever, and put that in the freezer. And then sometime later, he invited his closest friends over to have a human foot taco party. <gasps> yeah. Did they know? Oh, yeah, yeah, they knew. No, yeah, he that would have been really messed up if he hadn't said anything. Like, what do you think of the tacos? Guess what's in there? <laughs> it's me. And he, he hobbles in. But your foot, my foot. I this was th- an episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> you know this, right? Oh, the barbecue. That's right. Exactly. I forgot about that. They chopped up his foot. They all ate it. And then, oh, sorry, I've been infected by zombies. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I didn't think that they could give you that stuff. here's part of the reason I say that is my dad just had his hip replaced and I asked him to ask the doctor to keep it so I could use it for decorating. He he laughed. He laughed like that was a joke, but you know, all right, (laughs) he didn't get it. I don't think, I didn't think that medical professionals would give you your bio waste. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. I knew. Have you ever asked? Well, (laughs) maybe you should ask next time. My friend Jason Richardson for the science fair brought his grandfather's gallbladder and we all got to poke on it. (laughs) Was it still attached to his grandfather? Oh, man, it was in a sandwich bag. It was in a zipper sandwich bag stapled to a poster board and that was his science fair project. No. Ew. Was it in liquid? Was it just loose? Yeah. No, it was just in the bag. It was literally a gallbladder in a bag. Did it come yeah, straight from the hospital? You can't get those How fresh everywhere. was it? Uh, it, it I don't like, know did, what to tell you. I have a lot of questions about that. I Isn't didn't that think fascinating? You could, I didn't think you could bring human parts to school. Yeah, you oh, can't I anymore. Knew, I knew another guy who lost the end of his finger. He had his, he was working and he had on his work gloves, and he mashed the end of his finger off. Yeah, and he he ran to the doctor. They're like, "Well, where's the rest of your finger?" He's like, "I don't know." So they sewed it up 
right below where the fingernail should be. And sometime later, he went back and put those gloves on, and guess what was in there? Oh, God, no. The end of his finger was in his glove the whole time. Was it still good? I don't know if he ate it. (laughs) But, you know, back in the day, when when explorers got to the islands, I'm, I'm using that term generally, obviously, but when explorers got to the islands, they found all different kinds of cannibals and how, you know, that was a regular part of their rituals and a regular part of life. And they referred to it as long pig because apparently p- people taste like pork. <laughs> Look, Good to know. One of the funniest things that ever happened was in high school, in my life, um, in high school, we were driving somewhere with my parents and then my buddy Ian. And my mom, I don't remember how the conversation got there, but it ended when she said, you know, I really do wonder what human flesh tastes like. Oh, my God. And (laughs) Ian never let that, to this day, he'll bring it up. Like, hey, remember when your mom talked about eating flesh? And I'm like, yep, that's my mom. (laughs) You know, this was your mom? Yeah. yeah. Maybe your mom's a genius and she just wanted y'all to shut up. I mean, that really did it, didn't it? It it got in our heads pretty quick. Mm. I mean, you don't just... Throw that out there casually. Okay, not are making there, mom mad again. Are there, any, are there any super special traditional things that you guys are going to do? <laughs> apparently, speaking of, speaking of Thanksgiving, <laughs> there's, there's apparently a tradition around the country, and I did not know this, that people on Thanksgiving weekend will binge watch the show Friends. Did you know that? No. Really? Yeah. They did have some, Friends had some good Thanksgiving episodes. I'm not going to lie. I cannot sit through it anymore. Oh, I just watched it the other night. I was flipping around. I was like, oh, hey, look, I'm stopping here. I don't know what it is. Back in the day, like I told you, I used to watch that thing religiously. It was must-see TV, and we even used to go out and and show it at bars and do trivia during the commercials and stuff. Speaking (laughs) of being places, people don't want you. But (laughs) I'll put an episode on now and try to relive those days, and I can't get through two minutes of it. Oh, is it because of the show or because of the days that coincide with it? <laughs> no, I just, I find it to be so forced and so contrived, you know, at the time well, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't this cynical. I don't know. What is it? A lot of older sitcoms kind of, when you go back and watch them, they kind of come off that way because they're going for the funny. So it's like, yeah, that it is, it's not. And, and we watch a lot of these shows that are like reality or The Office, which is supposed to be sort of like reality. It's love it. They're just different. You know, that's so true is that it's I, I can't even remember the last time I sat down and watched a, a, a quote unquote sitcom. Like everything I watch now that might be funny is like like the like Shit's Creek, which I love. But that's yeah. it's not even like a typical it's like almost a documentary kind of thing. It's but so no, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's when you get that laugh track going, you know, you go back and try to watch a lot of those shows and it's it, it, unless you're really in that mindset or like, you know, Charlie, who loves friends. But like I, I couldn't imagine going back and like watching Seinfeld or going like I think I tried to watch Cheers one time. Can't do um, it. I think you all should watch weird. more episodes of Friends just for Jennifer Aniston's slinky tank tops. I mean, uh. the girl, the girl had her headlights on. All the time. <laughs> I heard those were fake. I heard those were prosthetic that they put Whether those in they, there just for ratings. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. She was like one of the first people ever on TV to just be like out there. And it was always like, dang, Look, dang, so, girl, you so cold? I'll still watch Jennifer Aniston now as much. Almost. Yeah. I would watch her now 
Nessus more than I will from back then. And outside what was it? of we're the Millers, this is the Millers. Oh yeah. Oh. But outside yes. of the early <laughs> ones when really she gross. had the Rachel haircut and stuff, I mean, she really hasn't changed that much. She no. looks the same. Have Isn't you seen that, that Avino commercial with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Ridiculous. Yeah. She but, and I are the same age. Well, you're <laughs> you know, ridiculous we look just too. alike. Yeah. I see, think. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you've aged as long as I've known you. So don't worry about it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing that's becoming a trend, and my my niece was talking about it recently, and I hate to say it because this is one of those words. This is like veggies and tummy. Oh. It's it's called a cocoa bomb. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of cocoa uh, bomb, Maddie? No, I haven't had a so, cocoa bomb. Sounds you know the nuts. bath bombs, right? You've seen the bath bombs that are like the yeah. big ball yeah. of a bath salt or whatever, where it's the same kind of concept. And they're really pretty neat, except I can't stand the cocoa bomb name. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like a big ball. Bo- it looks like a big ball of chocolate. Like it's encased in chocolate and you drop it in your cup and you pour like hot milk over it and the chocolate melts and little bitty marshmallows float to the top. Yeah. Cocoa bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, see, it is what it, what happens is the epitome of what it's the exact definition of what you're saying right there. It's the cocoa bomb. But what's wrong with Swiss Miss pack? I mean, that's, it's a lot less work. <laughs> well, look, you take that Swiss Miss because it's fun. And it's it's something cool to do. I mean, we're all bored right now, man. You take your Swiss Miss pack, the whole pack, and you put that inside a chocolate ball like a Kinder egg. And yeah. now you've yeah. got a cocoa bomb. <laughs> hey, you two need to stop. This is weird. It's reminding me. No, I like it. It reminds me of that chick I dated in college. Oh, the baby talk? You want to have a cocoa bomb and watch some Disney with your num nums? Apparently, the college girls are doing that like they're all doing it. When they go to go to a bar to order a mixed drink, they're all like, can I get a Red Bull mixie? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Num-nums. There's a, there's a lady whose husband started um, baby talking just for fun, and she said for a minute it was cute. And then he would not stop it. He's doing baby talk all the time, talking about his Sammy and his chicken nuggies. Oh, oh my he's, look, he's dead now, isn't he? Well, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Listen to what. Close. They were at the grocery store shopping, and he was doing this his baby talk routine, and she went on and left him at the grocery store by himself. <laughs> he want, He was looking at ice cream. Hey, that's what he, I want chocolate ice cream. And she was oh, like, that's God. it. I'm out. No, Left him. Left I him and went home. I would stab him. Oh, my God. I wonder if he had to go to customer service. It's like, could you please call Paige, my wife? <laughs> They're like, no. I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to leave. Did you guys used to do that? Did you go, when if you ever got lost at the Kmart or at the Roses, did you go up to the customer service desk and have him page your mom? Oh, sure. Did you? It never happened to me. I never got lost. I would hide underneath the clothing racks, and then you know she'd get distracted shopping and wander off somewhere else, and I'd be like, I can't find my mom. I I actually grabbed some woman's hand once that was not my mom that I thought was my mom. And then six months later, she was like, you know, it's not bad here, but I need to check in with my real mom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I used to do it so much. Like, if if I lost sight of her, I'd go straight to the desk. Mm. You know, I was I abused it because it was you, fun. Only once did my that happened reverse. Well, not reverse, but where my daughter got separated from me, uh-huh. we were at the library, uh, the Greensboro Downtown Library, and I, she was on the computer, 
I can't remember how old she was, but I go over and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go look at these things right over here. Uh huh. You know, you know how kids are. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm looking at the like DVDs or something, and all of a sudden I kind of hear like a, a you know a whimper, and then I hear a, you know the person, all right, well let's go da da da, and I, I turn around and look, and there goes some the, the librarian with my daughter. And I'm like, honey. And she's like, oh, where did you go? I'm like, oh. Okay, first <laughs> exactly of all, broke my heart. Exactly where I told you. Yeah, broke my heart. And I was like, honey, I literally told you where I was. But yeah, that was great. <laughs> and that is where I am. Yeah. So when but I'm you so would hide, sorry. Yeah. When you would hide in the clothes racks, do you mean those circular racks where you could get oh, in yeah. between the pants and get in? It was like your little fort. Yes. Oh, my best. God. I remember those. Yeah, me too. I bet you I that's why they did away with them. sit down. That's, that's why you don't have those stores anymore, because they, they had so many dang kids in there at the end of the day. Like, what are we going to do with fingers? Hey, Jim, did you go check the, uh, the racks and make sure all the kids are out of there? Gee whiz. You know, side note, that would actually, if they did still have them, that would be a great place to hide, obviously, to then spend the night in the store like we always fantasize right? about. Right. Oh, it. Another reason why they don't have them anymore. Uh, there you go. Probably in a, Jim. Jim, you go check the racks and make sure hobos and small children are out of the racks. You know, I don't have that fantasy anymore about spending the night in a store. They, there's just. It used to seem like if you went to like a Super K that they have everything and there'd be a place to sleep and you know you eat whatever you want and you play with all the toys and stuff. Yeah. Well, it seems amazing, but we've heard too many stories about people doing it and. Falling through the ceiling, getting in trouble—it's not. It doesn't sound fun anymore. You know, I. It, this sounds super crazy, but I, it reminds me. Do you remember that book, Corduroy? It's like a kid's yeah, book with the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at the big store. So the first thing I think of is like a giant department store like that. Like that's oh. that's oh. what I picture is that, and we don't have that anymore. Like and what do you it's eat rare. There? They have lots of candy and stuff. There's well, always Godiva chocolates and stuff. <laughs> Back in the day when I worked at the Belks, they had a um, little lunch counter in there. Yeah, so, Roses. Roses used th- to have a, a restaurant in it in the middle of the store in Henderson, and people will argue with you about that. No, they didn't. But they did, and they had, like, <laughs> screens. They had, like, fake walls all the way around it that looked like pine trees from the mm-hmm. inside. But, yeah, man, those were the days. So what do you guys think? Are you going to get you going to get your vaccine? They're saying now that they're going to start doing vaccines December 12th which will be here before you know it. I know we're probably not real high on the list of people to get the first vaccines, but I, I tell you what, if they say, will anybody volunteer to be the guinea pig? My hand's going up. I will let, you know, I'm going to be generous here and I'm going to let you guys go before me. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, I'm, I, yes. Do I think that it's been quick? Yes. But I also think that they have so many people really paying attention to this because it's such a big deal that I, I don't, I'm not as concerned. But um, I, I think it does come down to when would it even be available for, for us kind of thing. So I think by the time we get around to it, we'll know of, you know, it makes you grow a baby arm on your back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which might so be cool. Saying, I mean, they're saying the spring of 2021 and spring or summer before it's like widely available to all of the public you mean that's before everybody gets it or before everybody has had it before everybody can even have access access to it it. jeez come on man let's put the throttle down yeah because sean really wants that baby arm (laughs) look man you haven't lived till you got you're like i don't have to scratch my back ever again come on baby arm get at it <laughs> or we'd be weird though if the baby arm had its own brain, like its own like thing, and it would just constantly do its own thing. 
there, there was a movie where this guy had an Indian grow in a in a growth on his back. God, what was the name of that? You said that one time, and now that's going to bother me too. Wasn't it like an old horror movie? It, it was. It might even have I been totally a made remember for you TV talking movie. About. Yeah, man, and it was so crazy. Was it Tony Curtis? Hold the on, the Indian in my cupboard. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. That was a cool book. And movie. Grows on man's back. <laughs> I'm looking it up too. I'll right. get it first. Uh, uh, it looks like the Manitou. Yes, yes, the Manitou. It was a yes. gro- is a, on his back is a growing reincarnation of a 400 year old demonic Native American. <laughs> yes, and when he comes out, he's all greasy. But um, who was in it? Was it Tony Curtis? Uh, hold on, hold on, shoot. I just was looking at the uh, the thing. Come on, don't it let is. me down now. Huh? Yeah, Tony Curtis yes. is the guy. And does it say? Oh, yeah. Michael Ansara was John Singing Rock, the demonic Native American growing out of his back. It was wow. so weird, man. Ooh, Burgess Meredith was in it as Dr. Snow. You gotta get out of that back. <laughs> you bum. <laughs> get off the back, you demonic. <laughs> I wonder if that's available. <laughs> like, how many people are searching that out on Netflix? The Manitou with Tony Curtis and a greasy... Ooh, ooh. It, evil does not die. It waits to be reborn on your what? back. <laughs> oh, that is so good. 1978. And does it say whether it was made for TV? Uh, it looks like it was a regular movie. It's uh, an hour, 44 minutes of excitement. Uh, was released in 1978. And if you're looking at home, it's Manitou spelled M-A-N-I-T-O-U. Okay. And, and you oh, know the how lady this... had it on her back. That's what a I'm psych- seeing. A psychic's girlfriend finds out that a lump on her back is a growing reincarnation of a 400-year-old demonic Native, okay. Native American spirit. Yeah. You know uh, how your childhood memory kind of mishmashes everything together. but Yeah, it's funny because with the internet now, you can find, you're like, oh, I didn't imagine the Killer Clowns from Outer Space movie. That actually was a real thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know Michael Ansara was... One of the best in the old westerns at being the chief. He was in so many. Like I just saw a wagon train the other day where he was arguing with a Quaker lady. Of course, and to know that he was the the parasitic Indian on the lady's back. <laughs> of course, he was. This boy was my mind. Made an Indian call, Michael and Sarah. Yeah, hey, there you go. All right, so in this one, uh, no, no, do I come in? Uh, is this like I'm a, a, an extra character? Or is this like a friend of hers? Uh, no, you're actually a, a, a demonic growth on her back. And, and you know, the cool thing about him, like he's, he's famous wow. for always portraying Native Americans. He's from Syria. Oh, really? so, yeah, so he's not, he's for sure not Native American. Yeah. Well, you remember <laughs> Iron Native Eyes Cody. Or American. Yeah. Remember Iron Eyes Cody, the guy who used to cry when he saw the pile yeah. of trash? Yes. He was an Italian guy from New Orleans. So are you, stop ruining my childhood. You'll you didn't right. know that? Oh, that's legendary. No. <laughs> yeah. But he still hated trash. That didn't oh. change. <laughs> there is, listen to this. We have just come up with so much great Thanksgiving table conversation, whether you're on really? a Zoom call with your family or if you've been with your family for the last 14 days and you all have negative tests <laughs> and you're cool. Either way, please bring up Michael and Sarah and and the, uh, what's it called, the Manitou? The Manitou. <laughs> please. Wow. I am so excited. <laughs> I'm about to the, see that that's on Amazon Prime right now. Wow. You know what? 
Forget about the Macy's Day Parade. We're going to watch that thing come out of that new holiday classic. <laughs> Start the morning with Manitou. I think we're just about at time, and we love yeah. you so much, and we hope that this Thanksgiving, while it is different, I've said it before, the, make a new memory. Do something that you'll cherish, and when things get back to normal, you'll think back to this and, and make, a, make a happy memory out of this. You can do it. Yeah, man. Charlie, any final thoughts from you? If anyone local's making slick dumplings, you can drop some by my house. <laughs> she Please. said slick dumplings. Good work. What about well, you, Maddie? I got I to be specific. Yeah, you're good. Maddie? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what goes great with me steaks. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't Happy, eat that one. That's Cousin Earl. Yeah. Come Happy on. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your whole fam, Damley. With any luck, we'll see you next week. We'll see how it goes. We're in talks right now. Next time. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.